Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred words of the Bible. Each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's podcast and new week. It is Monday, February 28, 2022, and the last day of February, wrapping it up. And uh, also, it's the uh, last week after Epiphany, so we shift up our uh, readings a little bit this week. Um, From last week, we kind of jumped from uh, some of the stuff we were doing last week, and now we jump over into the readings for Holy Week. Um, not Holy Week, but it's a Holy Week, not like the Holy Week, which is the week before Easter. But um, this is the beginning of Lent this week. Oh, man, my internet is not working very well today. I'm not really sure why. Let's try this. I don't know why, honestly. Let's see what's happening here. <clears throat> yeah. It's uh it's a mess. The internet's kind of unstable this morning in the house. So Instagram, you're fine because we're not online or not on the internet or Wi-Fi. But man, I don't know what happened here to the uh Facebook feed. I don't know if it's still there or not, guys. I don't know if it's still there or not. Rats. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to have to restart this video. And then it, I don't even know if it'll, it'll, it may go down again. So uh, I don't know. It says it's connected and secure, but clearly, clearly it's not. So, um, Sorry about that, Facebook people. Unfortunate. It's not working. All right. Well, we'll have it on the podcast, and people can listen to it there, and we'll go with that, man. Um, Sorry about that. Um, Hopefully, people can jump over and find us on... um, on the uh on the podcast so all right well uh so to any, anyway today we switch up the readings um so we will be reading from uh deuteronomy chapter six hebrews chapter one and john chapter one so um and the theme for this week the theme for this week is this new um uh kind of leading into ash wednesday etc is uh second corinthians four six god who said, let light shine out of darkness, has shone in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ. Wow. That's the uh, that's the theme verse for this uh, this week. 
The God who said, let light shine out of darkness has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ. Pretty awesome. All right. So uh, let's jump in, y'all. You know what we do? We read, we pray, we change the world. So uh, let's read Deuteronomy chapter 6 on this Monday before Tuesday, <laughs> before Mardi Gras. Tomorrow's Mardi Gras. And then Ash Wednesday is on this Wednesday. And we begin uh, the Lenten season. Deuteronomy chapter 6. We open up our hearts and minds, see what the Lord wants to say to us today. Welcome, everybody. Thank you guys on they're on Instagram. Hopefully the folks on Facebook can jump over and find it on Instagram. If not, um, on the podcast later. Again, my apologies. Just the, uh, the Wi-Fi is just not cooperating in the house. But the Instagram is on just using data, so no worries. All right, here we go. Deuteronomy chapter 6. These are the commands, decrees, and laws of the Lord. The Lord your God. Let me try that again because I stopped at a wrong place. These are the commands, decrees, and laws the Lord your God directed me to teach you to observe in the land that you are crossing the Jordan to possess, so that you, your children, and their children after them may fear the Lord your God as long as you live by keeping all his decrees and commands that I give you, so that you may enjoy long life. I think all of us want to enjoy long life, right? Yeah. All of us want to. All, all of us want to enjoy long life. Yeah. So this is uh, an important passage in uh, Hebrew uh, uh, religious education and training um, for Jewish children. Uh, they were uh, they were schooled from a very young age and still are uh, on Deuteronomy chapter six, and um, it's really important. It, it's about passing on the faith from generation to generation properly, passing on the faith from generation to generation. And we see here that the purpose of God's laws and decrees are not to hold us back and keep all good things from us, to control us. No, God gives us his laws, decrees, and commands so that we can enjoy long life. It's like, hey, do you want to enjoy long life? Uh, this is a good way to do it. <laughs> and, uh, and he says, not only you, but your children and your children's children. You know, when we come to, to holidays like this, this these, these seasonal holidays like uh, as we be, approach Lent, we, we, we're, these, the beauty of religion, uh, religious uh, tradition, the beauty of ritual, is it's an opportunity to share from generation to generation, right? That's why we love like holidays, right? Christmas holidays. There's, there's these traditions that we pass on from generation to generation. And, um, you know, this, uh, this past Saturday uh, was, a, was a bit of a passing on, passing along a tradition in our family. Um, Christy, uh, was able to show my younger daughter via FaceTime how to make gumbo. It was a big deal. She had never made gumbo before. She she was raised eating gumbo, her mom's gumbo, which her, my mom, or Christy, my wife learned from my mom. And, um, and so Saturday, you know, they're on FaceTime and she's, they're making it together, showing her how to make it. It's a passing on. These rituals are important. But spiritual uh, rituals, even more important. Um, and so Deuteronomy chapter 6 is all about passing that on from generation to generation um, so that you may uh, enjoy a long life. Verse 3, hear Israel and be careful to obey so that it will go well with you and that you may increase greatly in a land flowing with milk and honey. 
just as the Lord, the God of your ancestors, promised you. Remember, Deuteronomy is a looking back over the teachings uh, from the wilderness. And as the children of Israel are about to enter into the promised land, it's a, it's a, it's a uh, recap of the lessons they learned in the wilderness and over the, their life with the Lord so that they can enjoy the promised land, so that, they, so that the promised land will actually be an enjoyable place. <laughs> you know, your blessings will kill you if you don't handle them appropriately. Your blessings can become curses if we don't handle them appropriately, if we don't keep God first, if we don't uh, listen to the Lord and, and keep priorities in order, then the things that were meant to be blessings can be curses. And that's what God is giving graciously to the children of Israel is, hey, here's some teaching so that when you enter into the promised land, which is a blessing, it should be a blessing, but don't turn your blessing into a curse. Um, Hear Israel and be careful to obey so that it may go well with you and that you may increase greatly in the land flowing with milk and honey, just as the Lord, the God of your ancestors, promised you. Hear, O Israel, the Shema. Here's the Shema. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. Man, I think one of the beautiful opportunities that we have during the Lenten season, you know, and some people will spend some time fasting or abstaining from certain things. Uh, maybe certain foods, maybe certain drinks, maybe uh, just fasting from certain things. Um, it gives us the opportunity once again to um, to draw near to the heart of God, to love the Lord our God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and take a, a personal inventory of how well we're doing that. Um, and so as you, it's kind of like a spring cleaning, I always think of, like, like, the the Lenten season is sort of like a spiritual spring cleaning. Like God, what is the what are, what are the what is the crud that I've picked up over the last year? What is the junk, the the, the faulty attitudes, the the uh, unchrist like uh, behaviors, the unchrist like uh, perspectives, um, feelings, whatever? And they just need to be clean. Just need a deep scrubbing. <laughs> you know, just I need a, just a deep clean spring cleaning. That's what. That's what Lent provides the opportunity for, a good spiritual spring cleaning. Hmm, that's good, man. That's a good thing to do. So that we might love the Lord our, with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Verse 6, these commands that I give you today are to be on your hearts. Impress them upon your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road and when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door, po door frames of your houses and on your gates. You know, impress them upon your children. You know, uh, it, the Bible's very clear that we're supposed to teach our children uh, the faith. We're not supposed to just leave it up to them to decide. Of course, they get their own decision, uh, but it is incumbent upon the previous generation to pass on the faith, to teach the children the faith. So when we go into Lenten season, when we go into Ash Wednesday, when we go into the season leading up to Good Friday and Easter, like we need to teach our kids what the significance of these events. What does this mean? Why is this important? Impress it upon your children. God, you know, why, why are we doing this? Well, let me tell you, son. Let me tell you, daughter. This is why we're doing this. This is why this is important. Um, it reminds me of the, the, uh, the lessons before the, uh, the teaching around the Seder meal, which was the, you know, the Passover meal. Um, so that when the, the, the children would ask, what, what means this? 
It was a chance to re retell the story. We were once slaves in Egypt, is what the is the Hebrew father would say to the children. We were once slaves in 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 is in Egypt, but God, by a mighty hand, brought us out. Um, and so, uh, use these opportunities, friends, uh, moms, dads, grandparents. Use these opportunities to uh, to teach, to impress them upon our children and our grandchildren. Verse ten. When the Lord your God brings you into the land, he swore to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give you a land with large, flourishing cities you did not build, houses filled with all kinds of good things you did not provide, wells you did not dig, and vineyards and olive groves you did not plant. Then when you eat and are satisfied, be careful. <laughs> like, man, look, when you get into the land with that, in a place that's, that's awesome, it's awesome, it's awesome with a cherry on top. It's filled with beautiful places, beautiful houses, beautiful wells that you didn't dig. It's filled with all kind of real cool stuff. But all, but be careful. Um, when you when you eat and you're satisfied and you're enjoying the blessings of God, be careful that you do not forget the Lord. Maybe, man, maybe that's a word for somebody today. We've been forgetting the Lord. You know, we've been enjoying the good things of life. We've been enjoying the blessings of life. We've been enjoying the, the spoils of life. But man, we, um, we've, we've begun to forget that it's all a gift from God. Everything you've got, man, everything I've got, everything we have is a gift from God. Um, be careful that you do not forget the Lord who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. Fear the Lord your God. Serve him only. And take your oaths in his name. Do not follow other gods. Come on, people. Let's not follow other gods. The God of the, or, or, or do not follow other gods, the gods of the peoples around you. For the Lord your God, who is among you, is a jealous God. And his anger will burn against you, and he will destroy you from the face of the land. <laughs> Don't worship other gods. Man, good check, right? Has the, has the, has the gods of the nations, the gods of, our culture, the gods around us, be, uh, begun to capture our hearts. You know, the gods of uh, that our our culture esteems uh, materialism, pride, arrogance, status. Um, have those gods uh, begun to woo us in an unhealthy way? It's a good reminder. We're going to hear we move towards Lent to uh, to purify, to cleanse, uh, to do that spring cleaning of all those idols. <laughs> Reminds me of Rebecca, right? Rebecca had the, her father's idol on the on the horse with her, the donkey with her. Like, man, you got to get rid of that idol. Get rid of that idol. Hebrews chapter one. Good morning, everybody. Thanks for uh, finding us. Those on the podcast, sorry if you missed us on Facebook today. Uh, the internet in the house is not cooperating, uh, but I'm glad you guys on Instagram found it. Um, that are that are live right now. All right, Hebrews chapter one. Ooh, I love I love Hebrews. I love Hebrews. How do we know how do we know Jesus drank coffee? Because Hebrews. It's a Christian joke. It's crazy. Oh, we got so many crazy Christian jokes. Uh yeah. All right. Hebrews chapter one. In the past, God spoke to our ancestors through the prophets at many times and in various ways. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son, whom he appointed heir of all things, 
Gentile, and through whom all he and through whom also he made the universe. Wow, through Christ he appointed heir of all things, and through Christ he created the universe. The Son is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being, sustaining all things by his powerful word. After he had provided purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty in heaven. Wow. Why did Jesus come? That's why he came, to, uh, to provide purification for sins. I mean, when you, when you boil it all down, why did Jesus came to teach us how to love. He, teach us, taught, he taught us how to be you know, kind and caring and compassionate. Yes, yes, yes. But at the end of the day, the main reason the Lord Jesus came was to offer purification for sins our sins, to forgive us, to, per, to pay for our sins. And after he did so, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty in heaven. So he became as much superior to the angels as the name he inher- as, has inherited is superior to theirs. Wow. The whole theme of, uh, of Hebrews is that Jesus is greater than. Throughout the book of Hebrews, everything is Jesus is greater than. He's greater than uh, Moses, he's greater than the, the old covenant, he's greater than the old temple structure, he's greater than angels, he's greater. That's why I love Hebrews, it's all about Jesus. Jesus is greater. Verse 5, for to which of the angels did he ever did God ever say, you are my son, today I become your father? None. Or, I will be his father and he will be my son. And again, when God brings his firstborn into the world, he says, let all God's angels worship him. So again, there's, you know, some errant theology out there that says that Jesus was an angel. Um, but clearly, the book of Hebrews tells that Jesus was not an angel. He was superior to angels. He's not a created being. He was begotten, not made. He is of one the same substance as God the Father. He is with God in the beginning, doing the creating. Yeah. And speaking of the angels, he says, he makes his angels spirits and his servants flames of fire. But about the sun, he says, your throne, O God, will last forever and ever. A scepter of justice will be the scepter of your kingdom. You have loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Therefore, God, your God, has set you above your, cha- your companions by, appointing, by anointing you with the oil of joy. He also says, in the beginning, Lord, you laid the foundations of the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you remain. The Creator creates creation, and never should we mix those two, right? The Creator is never the same as creation. He's above creation. Creation will eventually fade away, but the Creator never will. They will perish, but you remain. They will all wear out like a garment. You will roll them up like a robe, like a garment. They will be changed, but you remain the same, and your years will never end. Yes. To which of the angels did God ever say, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet? Are not all angels ministering spirits sent to serve those who will inherit salvation? Wow. Wow. So again, the writer of Hebrews is just exalting the status of Jesus, reminding us of his power and his, his standing of, of, 
as higher than the angels. And he will remain. He will remain. All right, let's read over in John, the Gospel of John, chapter 1, verses 1 through 18. <clears throat> I love the Gospel of John. It's my favorite, favorite chapters in the Bible. <laughs> in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. And the Word was God. This Again, this goes right back to Hebrews, talking about it, that through, that, remember that very first verse in Hebrews? Um, in the past, God spoke to our ancestors through the prophets at many times and in various ways. But in these last days, He's spoken to us by His Son, whom He appointed heir of all things, and through whom all through whom also he made the universe. And then in John chapter 1, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He's talking about the same thing. The Word was there creating the universe. Yes. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. That's a great reminder as we go into Lent, because Jesus... <clears throat> we'll be reminded of the suffering and the trials and the hardship of Jesus, but remember, the darkness does not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning the light, so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Hmm. Wow. He came to those who were his own, but his own did not receive him. Uh, we're reminded of the rejection of Jesus by his own people, by um, his own family at, at points. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believe in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent or of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. Wow. Mm, but all who did believe in his name, <laughs> he gave the right to be children of God. Thanks be to God. The word became flesh. Here it is, guys. This is the underlinable one right here, man. This is one that you could pretty much underline the whole first chapter of John, but this one is like, you can't miss this one. Man, you just can't. This is beautiful right here. The Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us. We have seen His glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father full of grace and truth. Yes, He did. And as we walk with Jesus through this season of Lent, we will see that grace and truth shine through in the most beautiful way. His determination, His sacrifice, His love, His devotion, His commitment to seeing you and me uh, gain access to the most holy place. Mm, thank you, Jesus. John testified concerning him. He cried out, saying, This is the one I spoke about when I said, He who comes after me has surpassed me because he was before me. John saying what? This is the one I'm talking about. Even though I'm older in, uh, in human terms, I'm, I was born first and then Jesus, but this is the one who actually comes after me but was before me. <laughs> Why? Because he's God. He existed before all things. In the beginning, he was. Yeah. Out of his fullness, we have all received grace in place of grace already given. Mm. Through him, man, you've received grace in place of grace. Wow. Can you just, just, just ponder that? Through the, the love and mercy of Jesus, I have received grace in place of grace. How many times can you see that in your life? God gave me grace in place of grace, man. 
Grace on top of grace. Grace and more grace. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, but the one and only Son who is himself God and is in closest relationship with the Father has made him known. That's what Jesus is all about, man. He's making God known to us, making God known to us and offering his own life as a sacrifice for sin. Man, beautiful. Hey, well, thank you guys for being on today. Thank you for your, your uh, determination to some of you to jump over on Instagram after Facebook went boop, boop, uh, and because my Wi-Fi was acting glitchy. Uh, those of you that found us on the podcast, thank you for doing that. Thank you for searching it out and spending some time. It's going to be good, man, as we spend some time throughout this season of Lent, just doing some spiritual cleansing, doing some spring cleaning. How many of you, how many of you are ready to do that? Let's just, let's just do a little scrub, man. Let's just do a little scrub so we're ready for Easter. And I want to remind you that if you're a local on uh, tomorrow, on Wednesday night, 6.30, we're going to have a special worship service, Ash Wednesday worship service, baptism service, just to kick this season off in the right way. So I'd love to see you there. Obviously, if you're not, if you're not local, I understand that. But if you're local, this Wednesday, 6.30, we're going we're gonna to spend some time getting this uh, Lenten season kicked off right. Hey, and this is a great way to do it too. This is the right way to do it. So thank you for being a part of it. Well, you know what we do? We read, we pray, change the world. Let's pray. God, we, um, we come to you in thanks for the way in our lives you have replaced grace with grace. You've given us grace upon grace in place of grace. Thank you for that, Lord. God, I uh, pray that as we enter in this Lenten season, as we wrap up these few days before Lent begins, Lord, that you would prepare our hearts for cleansing, for renewal, for refreshment as we draw closer to you, that we might truly love you with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Lord, thank you for my friends. Thank you for my brothers and sisters in Christ who've shared this day uh, in your word together. May you bless them and encourage them, strengthen them. May you provide exactly what they need in their lives today. And may they know without a shadow of a doubt it came from you. Lord, thank you so much for the privilege of praying and gathering in your name. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much for being a part today. Thank you guys for being on the podcast. Thanks for sharing this. Thanks for subscribing. Hey, maybe there's some folks you want to get on board as we kind of journey through Lent together. Share it with them. Encourage them to be a part of it um, as we read and learn and grow together and move in these next several weeks towards Easter. It's a great time for people to jump on and be a part. So thanks for sharing it. Thanks for being a part. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us today on Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, please help us by spreading the word about the podcast. You can do that by giving us a thumbs up, subscribing, and sharing it with your friends. You can also find me, Pastor Terry, as well as Bayside Church in Safety Harbor, Florida, on all social media platforms. The church you will find at Bayside Church SH. Again, thank you for being with us today and for sharing this podcast with your friends. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.